This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast, get Overcast for free on the App Store. I'm Kat. I'm Billy. And this is Unlearn. And just in time for <laughs> arguing with your family on Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to talk about. Oh, some dang, you're right. This is things. like the perfect time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to have this, yeah, to have this with you. So uh, we're going to start with this week in politics. And we know technically it was last week or maybe at this point. It's still motherfucking happening this it's week. So. Very, I, yeah, they are still counting ballots, so it's it's a a marathon, not a sprint. Um, the midterms. Do you feel? Do you feel like it was a victory or a defeat? I mean, so look, let's be okay. So we're gonna do the thing that I always do. We're back at the show is happening again, yeah. so we're back <laughs> to saying the truth out loud on purpose, just saying the truth. Here's here's the facts, right? Like. Mm-hmm. We won the house back. And and not only that, we won the house back that night. And then in the week since then, we've actually figured out that we've won more seats than they thought we've won on the Democratic side. We've elected numerous uh, progressives. We've elected a gang of women into new positions that were not there, that were not in positions right. of, that, of that magnitude before. All across the country, in places like Texas, motherfucking right. Texas, they hired... Or hired. They elected. <laughs> they elected nineteen judges who are all black women, and that is important. Wait, were they all black women? They're all women. I know that for a fact. I, I think they're all black. They women. were all black women. I'm pretty sure they're all black yeah. women in Houston. Yeah, uh, nineteen, and there were none of them had ho- held office before. So that that's like huge. Or none of them had been judges before. Obviously, they're yeah. not. They're not like incumbents. These were. They were not like reelected. They were elected for the first time. Um, you know, new progressive governors all across mm-hmm. the country or, or at least Democratic governors in, in places where they had not had a Democratic governor in decades. Um, we lost what we thought were three seats in the House turns out to only be one or like two maximum. Um, and all these other places held strong. It's like so obvious that we we – it's the net gain here. We've yeah, gained definitely. a lot more than we lost. A lot more overall. And and like people have been saying, and, and I think we've even said on this podcast, like the local elections really, really mattered too. And people actually voted for them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it still wasn't enough. But voter turnout <laughs> was so high by comparison to like even the last presidential election. It was yeah. higher than that. So And that never happens in the midterms. So, uh, I mean... Almost never happens. It's happened before. It happened like 30 years ago. It happened after ago. Watergate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I mean, if that's any indication of the magnitude of ev- how everybody feels about this shit, right. the last time this happened was right after Watergate. And we've been saying how, mu- how much this dude mimics Nixon it's in so now. many fucking ways, right? So I think it is. I think it's a win. I think it is absolutely unequivocally a thing that should make people who are in Trump's camp scared. Because they should be scared. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am 
thrilled, elated about like the having the most diverse freshman class in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. We elected two indigenous women, two Muslim women. Um, we like la- like Latin, uh, several Latinx mm-hmm. um, women. We elected. Lauren Underwood, State of Illinois, represent. Hell yeah, girl, yes. Um, and I that name Underwood always freaks me out though, because that's how the House cards. Oh, <laughs> I don't watch it so, but well, uh, yeah. The the main characters are the Underwoods. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, and Illinois finally got rid of our trash ass Republican Fucking governor. Hell yeah. I mean, I'm not excited about our new governor, but he Fucking wants to bring hell no. he wants to bring recreational weed, so that's why I voted for him. And plus <sighs> Illinois is in tremendous debt and I feel like that's probably the best way out. Mm. Also, you know, just general decriminalization of marijuana and the overturning of many uh sentences would be tremendous. I mean, and it's a, a, side, a side effect of um, the popularity of recreational marijuana across the Do country. Do you think that's going to happen here? Do you think that they're actually going to like expunge people's records who are in jail for <laughs> marijuana possession or or, uh, or even selling it? Not really. I'm not that hopeful. I think that I, I think it opens the door, though. I, it opens the door, but I don't want them to open the door. I don't I can't. If these people, this is the thing for me. This is like a really big sticking point for me when it comes to like recreational weed. Because like, look, you know, smoke weed. We know that. (laughs) I I do. It's not, I don't, I'm, and I'm glad that the zeitgeist has trended toward like, you can just fucking do that on the street. And as long as you're not being completely stupid and obvious, most of the time it's not going to matter, right? But I cannot fathom a world where we have allowed white people because that's what it really is mm-hmm. now white people can they're like oh we can just say it out loud they everybody's been doing it the whole time right right, right. and now white people are holding real estate in in anticipation of this becoming legal so that they can start making serious money off of it whereas there are black people who were making money off of it before who are in prison for that right and i can't fathom a world where we just allow that to go down and don't fight that out before it becomes law I can't imagine a, a law in the state of Illinois where they uh, allow recreational marijuana and don't do anything to at least start the process of expunging the records of those who've been put in prison for this and who are still in prison for this or people who are, have were formerly incarcerated and, mm-hmm. and have and have left and still have a record hanging over their head over just that, like just possession or just nonviolent like intent to sell. Like any of that shit, like they, those people should not be in jail. They should right. not have a right. record over that. Right. Agreed. And and I just, I can't in good conscience be like, yeah, let's all smoke it up right. 420. <laughs> Blaze it. <laughs> Getting high. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Oh, that was weird. I don't yeah, know why I did that. was that. like, why do I forget about Jamaican? I don't know. Well. It wasn't even Jamaican. It, it was, was like, like <laughs> just bad. That was just bad. I apologize. Um, I can't imagine doing that. And then just like chilling in the cut and not right. thinking about the people who are still in jail over it if they don't let those people out of jail. And so I really, 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 really that's I, I think that anybody who wants to advocate for recreational marijuana should be saying that out loud, should be saying like, 
hey, there are people in jail for this, and we're mm-hmm. all just like, nah, 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 let's right? do it. <laughs> was that you eating an edible? Or, or yeah, it was. Okay. It was. It was the well, first one was, was token, like... and then there was eating an edible. <laughs> this is great for the podcast. <laughs> I put my fingers up to my face like I was toking a to- taking the toke of a of a joint, and then I put my fingers to my mouth like I was eating an edible. Right. <laughs> um. Both, cause both. I want to do both, and then and then the third ma was was uh, my space pen. Uh, I've done all three in the same in a single night. Uh, my parents think I, my family thinks I am like so boring. They were like they're like you don't even smoke. The last time I talked to my brother, I was like, yeah, okay, oh, okay. sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I mean, we've had an exciting midterm election. Probably like definitely the most exciting of my lifetime. Yeah, um, and just like my Instagram being covered in people in their I voted stickers and wristbands and um, actually like actually seeing people in my age group encouraging each other to vote, especially Bill. Bill went hard. I yo, dude, I was not even the hardest. Like, <laughs> I think the fact that there was so much like Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. propaganda of like, I voted. Why don't you? I think a lot of those people, it wasn't like the usual like, I voted. You should vote. It right. was like, hey, I don't be mad at me if this goes <laughs> bad. I definitely did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there was definitely people who were like, oh. I have to do this or I will lose friends. And that's and when I realized that, that's when I made the post that I made where right. I was like, I will unfriend you. I'm not joking. <laughs> I will stop talking to you. I will stop hanging out with you. Because guess what? If you, Look, especially if you're white, because if you choose yeah. not to do anything in this particular one and say, oh, it doesn't matter or, or I don't care about it, then that means you seriously don't care about me. Right. You seriously don't care about people like you. You know what I mean? And. Why would I continue to be your friend then if you right. made it that clear that you don't care what happens to me? And so that's what I said. If you're a, if you're a stand-up comedian, I find out you didn't vote, I am never booking you again. Why would I? <laughs> you obviously don't want your voice to be fucking heard, period. Mm, deep. I mean, true. I'm just glad that I, like, I grew up in a family where voting was always really important. So it never, so like never in my lifetime. I started voting when I was 18. I was like, oh, the Registered to vote, of course. Of course I'm going to vote. And I've, like, voted in every election since. Damn, I have, more I, than me. I skipped, like, a couple of primaries. Not going to lie. I skipped, like, two primaries. I mean, there's definitely <laughs> midterms that I was eligible to vote for that I didn't, like, way back. But for the most part, yeah, with a, with a couple exceptions, I've I've been the same kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, like, also the with my family, I, it's like a constant reminder of history. It's just like we did not march for you not to vote, and like, yeah. All when that Oprah stuff. said that shit, it was like, whoa, <laughs> me in the heart. And so I always, I always think about that when I vote because, like, it's it's like frankly an honor. For Motherfuckers me used to, to walk in there vote. and get their asses beat exactly. in front of everybody, exactly, and and, and then turned away. And then to just and to know that history and then not vote, I would that I, I find that personally upsetting when there's just like low voter turnout among black people, especially like I it's like I don't know, a great way to be like fuck you to the white like white people mm. after such levels of disenfranchisement and still to this day voter suppression yep. is and ridiculous. Notice, notice again saying it just saying the facts out loud. Right. There's only one side that's trying to make less people vote. 
the other side wants more people to vote. Right. And I personally want every single motherfucking American to vote. So once and for all, we can say there are more of us. Mm-hmm. There are. Just because motherfuckers in Wyoming count for a vote and a half doesn't mean that there are more of them. Right. <laughs> you know, the Senate we lost because of the same reason that the Electoral College can have three million a three million popular vote right. deficit yeah. and still win for yeah. Trump. It's the same thing. And so I feel like, you know, if if voter turnout was 75 percent instead of 47 percent, it would have been even bigger of a landslide. It would have been even more obvious than it is right now. So. I mean, I think it's cool. I honestly like as like it ain't nothing better. But I think that it's it's cool to hear out loud that like they're not that that people aren't just going to let it become what they want it to become. People actually will stand up like out of their comfort zone and be like, "Okay, look, you you can't just kill all of the darkies. Like, I know that you want to kill the darkies and I kind of get it because I'm also white. But like, you can't just kill them. They are here now. We kind of just have to deal with it. That is actually the perfect segue into our main topic. Oh, shit. Okay. Because it is, we are talking about Native Americans. Oh, boy. And you're thinking, it's Thanksgiving. You must be talking about, like, the first Thanksgiving. No. Hell no. No, we're, no. I've already talked about that. We're bringing new shit. (laughs) I'm talking about the um, Native American boarding schools, which was a way to, um, once it got too expensive to literally commit genocide, and this is a true story. Once it got too expensive to commit genocide and keep fighting uh, Native tribes, um, but the federal government in like the late 1800s were just like, we're just going to assimilate them into white culture because it's, oh, it's more affordable than to keep fighting them. Is that what they did? I'm so surprised. <laughs> that was the playbook? You <laughs> I know. You wouldn't think that like white people would try to then. like anglicize and Christianize mm-hmm. Um, people of color. That's so surprising. There are no, there's no records of that ever happening in American history. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not slavery. Um, so, yeah. So these were government and church ran schools, and um, the whole mission of it, it, and by one of the founders, Richard Pratt, um, the whole mission was to, and I quote, "Kill the Indian, save the man," um, because he felt that. If to remove the quote unquote wow. savage, um, you can remove the savage and you can anglicize the man. So, you know, the mission itself started off deeply entrenched in racism, as most things in American history has. Um, mm-hmm. So, during this All time, things in American history have. Yeah. Every single. This is. is <laughs> All things in American All history. Things have. I mean, sorry. Racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> um, so this started off with in the around the 1870s with kids being forcibly removed from their homes. Um, it started off with roughly 9,000 Native kids being their families being coerced into bringing into allowing them to be taken away from their tribe and their reservation to be put in a boarding school um and the numbers increased by the tens of thousands up to the point where there were almost a hundred thousand 
um, tribal children in the in these abuse-filled, anglicized, Christianized boarding schools. Um, so the basic concept was um, to beat the native out of the child. Like they were, it was a highly militarized uh, boarding school where they had children as young as five work from 5.30 to 9 p.m. Um, running drills, learning uh, learning to only speak in English if you spoke in your native tongue, you were literally uh, beaten until you blacked out. Um, it only it continued to get worse as the federal government began to block to support it more. So, in 1893, boarding schools became federal policy for Native children. Um, so, almost every like not almost every but the majority of native children had to experience a high level of physical mental and sexual abuse through these government ran and religious ran boarding schools so like the you know people who are supposed to quote unquote protect <coughs> children and not harm children which it sounds ridiculous because when you think about like government and church they basically don't give a fuck about i don't i don't want to i don't want to be so broad as to say like there are many good churches out there, but the government definitely doesn't really give a fuck about their people, especially not during that time. Um, so um, one reporter did interviews with students and or former students, now adults, and some of the things that were revealed um, were legit horrific. So... Um, one story involved a five-year-old boy who, when he refused to cut his hair, which hair is very sacred in a lot of uh, tribal cultures, including the Lakota people, he was dipped in kerosene, like a five-year-old child. Um, it was... What? Yeah, kerosene. It was like literally some of the most horrendous things that you can do and it a lot of the time equated to torture um that, yeah i don't know what else you might call that yeah it was it's a very dark history that like it's obviously not you don't know like, i didn't know any of this yeah this is in this is that that is inhuman yeah if a child got sick while they were at school and they were like at any point had misbehaved while sick, they would withhold medicine Make America from the great children. Again. <laughs> Let's get back to that. That's when America was so great. Right, right. <sighs> Just torturing Fuck. children, literally torturing children. Motherfucker, we still torturing children yeah. today, yeah. right now. And a lot of this, um, so in the 1920s, the government began abandoning uh boarding schools because it became too costly and um, God damn many of the many of the graduates were opting out of assimilating so shout out for that like piece of resistance because you were you were just like they literally tried to beat the your like heritage out of you I don't know you how the fuck they like, thought that was gonna work when does anything white people do ever work <laughs> When does I mean, that shit work? Like they think it's gonna work. Well, all right, fair. I mean, <laughs> look, 
I just mean like, how the fuck you think you're going to just keep beating on somebody and then when you give them, when you're like, okay, now you're old enough, go back to the world, they're like, they're going to be like, thank you. I'm so glad that I was beaten. You know what I mean? Right. They're, they're going like, to leave as soon as they can get the fuck. They don't, tr- nobody that you beat every day is going to trust you. Exactly. And so Which they didn't get the. That's why you shouldn't spank your kids. But like, I know as black people, and I can't really <laughs> argue, but whatever, my sister does it sometimes. Anyway. I mean, we can. Well, don't beat we people if you want them to trust you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> beat them if they deserve these hands. And if they deserve these hands, they can get them. Yeah. People need to earn the hands. I agree. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> dude. That is so wild. Yeah. It's a pretty um, sick history, but... And it's so lazy. That's the that's the worst part is like, how are we going to get these motherfucking savages to be more like us? Let's take their kids away and turn a whole generation into... See, it's actually like... I will say it is a sound model for a plan to do something super evil, right? Like, mm-hmm. it is... Uh, generationally speaking, that is how you... That is how you uh, homogenize your society is make the people who are othered lose their language, first of all, mm-hmm. and then assimilate to your aesthetics and your uh, clothing style of the day and and then just make them naturally abhor their own. But that isn't what they did here. <laughs> Instead, they fucking put them in a concentration camp. And then when they, when they were 18, they were like, huh? What do you think? <laughs> Would you like to be white now? <laughs> Do we? Yeah, no. Basically, basically. Um, so the 1970s were when the final like religious organization. Wait, 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 wait. I think you made a mistake there. What? What was the 19 the 1970s? Yeah. Not like the 1770s. No. They. This was definitely still happening. While our parents were alive, or like while after when our parents were alive, born around that time, yeah, yeah, uh, it's they, yeah, they finally, and I quote, abandoned the mission to civilize natives, and um, all of the the remaining boarding schools were turned over to the Bureau of Indian Affairs and to. Tribal affairs, where now they've done uh, a a 180, where now they have like native teachers um, teaching like cultural pride and language, and um, yeah, they now it's like more a school for native people and no longer a school to beat it out of them. I don't often find reasons. To quote Lil Wayne. (laughs) But I'm going to quote Lil Lil Wayne right now (laughs) and say, motherfucker, I'm ill. (laughs) This is making me sick. This is making me like sick to my stomach. Are you in the the 1970s? Are you fucking kidding? I thought you were talking about something that happened like 200 years ago. No, unfortunately. Holy Christ. When was this yeah. place ever gr- When was America ever great? When was it ever great? When was it mm. ever not this? Tell me. I per- I can't. I mean, 
America was never great. America was never great. It just never was. We've always had to endure this bullshit. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking up that little Wang phone with my phone. I have to (laughs) put my phone back on silent and put it down. Um, But that is an untold story and trauma is in the DNA and is still like this cultural genocide still impacts um still impacts many people today of course i mean there's a lot of and we're still doing violence to their cultural identities right now i mean we talk about all this elizabeth warren shit and and like her trying to prove that she has fucking it's like what the fuck are you doing why are you this is first of all first of all you can have Native American blood in your bloodline, but that don't mean that they like welcome your white right. ass into their tribe. <laughs> that don't mean that that didn't come from the pro the like, like I don't even want to say it, but like you didn't just get that. That didn't just like you didn't. You, they stole it. You know how they mm-hmm. stole it? Rape. Right. Like just yeah. like they steal everything else. You don't just have Native American blood in your bloodline. Somebody made that happen. And it wasn't probably the Native Americans being like, come on in. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Fuck. And why and why is this the fucking argument? Why is that the argument? Like, you don't those people don't get to even exist in in, in our processing. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we have a couple Native people, indigenous people who are just elected and it's like a big deal in 2018 right. and they means that you are talking about the before, wrong fucking thing they were here for the whole time and they've never gotten country. to take part that's how that's how fucked it's been right it is Ugh. make america great again i swear to god i mean every time i every time i see one of those hats on tv i want to like i want to just like jump into the screen and whip that <laughs> shit off their head and just smack them in the face until they get it because just that's their tactic <laughs> just beat them until they figure it out that is true actually i saw a man on election day wearing a maga hat and i was just like you you brazen i him not you oh uh, yeah no i know <laughs> i was just like okay dude all right you're still living in chicago you're it's gonna be blue regardless fucking want a spartan kick him into traffic yeah i <laughs> i was just like you look so sad to me right now that you'd rather hold on to like your six sad beliefs than even consider that there that equality is not a removal of your rights it's just Allowing other people to have rights too. It's not. It's an. It's an intimidation tactic. Yeah. They don't believe any of this shit. They just want to be in charge. That's it. They just want to believe. And even like the poorest of the poor white person still believes that. Like, well, I'll get out of this, and then I'll get to shit on all of the darkies. And that's like, they don't realize that what if you're in that disenfranchised and 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 uh uh not upwardly mobile position, you would do so much better to side with the rest of us rather than continue to believe that one day these people are going to let you have some because they're never going to let you have what they have. We have to take it. We have to eat them. I'm just saying. (laughs) 
They're never going <laughs> to give it away. They are never going to give it up. We have to take it. We are going to. And all these stupid idiot white people who are like putting on their fucking red hats in the poorest fucking parts of the country thinking that this dude is going to bring back their coal jobs. Right. Silly. Where is he? Where are you doing that? When is he doing that? You see him doing it? Y'all fucking dumbasses. What you should be doing is getting on board because at the end of the day, look at all these fucking black people and people of color and queer people who are making your life better without you. Oh, I just want to. Oh, God. I hate (laughs) this place so much. Bubbling in you. I hate this place so much. Well, for this Thanksgiving, I hope that you realize that your country will. Be perpetual trash until we change it so you know continue to resist talk to your family members yep. maybe tell them a little bit more about the indigenous americans of this country and uh i feel like gross even calling them americans because it's just like they're just they don't deserve that <laughs> being american is just such trash that they don't deserve that uh and let's just, uh, instead of telling the story of the, the bullshit story of the first Thanksgiving, let's tell the story of uh, physical and cultural genocide. Here's the thing. Even if that, I, even if that story, look, the first, the first Thanksgiving, actually, if you look at it from the other, the, the other perspective, mm-hmm. if it's true, it actually tells the real story of America where white people come in, kill us, mm-hmm. use us for like, like, like fucking fuck us for sport, breed us like we're animals, uh, enslave us, and then we still fucking hold them the fuck up. We still hold them the fuck down. That's literally what the actual story of the first Thanksgiving is. These white people came into their land, stole it from them, gave them diseases that they had never had, tried to murder them outright to get to get the thing that they already had been given by ill-gotten gains. And then when their dumbasses didn't know how to survive through the winter, they came back. The people who you were trying to murder right. came back and gave you food so that you did last it through the fucking winter. You pieces of literal <laughs> shit. You are so garbage, you couldn't <laughs> even make it through. You couldn't even survive the thing that you stole. Right. You saw this thing and thought it was beautiful, so you took it. And then it almost killed you to, to live in it. And then these motherfuckers came back to you and helped you learn how to Make food out of the literal trash that you stole. That's the story of Thanksgiving. And that's what we've been doing ever since then. While you still shit on us from the looking down while we hold your dumb asses up. Man. <laughs> Every, I've I been was... depressed lately. <laughs> um, Continue. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode then okay? with a quick Slayer Nay fall winter edition. And you might hear Bill groaning. And that's because our lives are not on track. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to make this real fast. Um, my general goals. Work through my depression. Mm. I am off all my antidepressants, which is a thing. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's been a couple of months. Was that on purpose? Yeah, my my doctor. I mean, it's like then been two good. years. And my doctor was like, let's start weaning you off. And so she graduated. I was like on three of them. And I just bought a brand new pill case. 
because I had too many pills to take, and then she was just like, I don't think you really need these anymore. Since you're recording this podcast right now with no medications, that's a good thing. (laughs) Like, if you just, like, you were on three. Yeah. And now you're on zero, and we're still sitting in this studio right now. (laughs) Like, we, like, you, like, there's been times when that didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could be curled up in I was curled up in my bed looking at nothing but the sheets from up close. Uh <laughs> But we're here. We're here. We made it and depression can eat a dick because it's not going to stop us. So That's right. Dealing with my depression, going it's going well. Yeah. I'm not depressed, just mute, mostly just like sad and angry because, you know, Mm-hmm. If Bill hasn't convinced you that this world is not absolutely fucked, I don't know what will. Um, falling in love with fitness, lifting weights, swimming, running. Uh, kind of, I I have been a little lazy this month, but I have generally been killing it in that aspect. And then I had one other thing that I was supposed to be working on, and I don't remember it, and I'm not going to remember it. Damn, I was just about to compliment you on remembering <laughs> all of your goals. <laughs> That's really funny. While you were like, fall in love with fitness, I was like, damn, I completely forgot about fall in love with fitness. She's at least good at remembering what her goals were in the oh, first place. I remember it now. What is it? Um, yeah, trying to like kill it in my career. Oh, <laughs> that is yeah. hilarious that that is the one that, no, homie, just surviving. Just, yeah, I'm fucking, yeah. I am breathing. I'm just, you know, one thing at a time. Yeah. And I'm killing it in some aspects. And so my life is a slay because I am out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm recording mm-hmm. all without medication. Yeah. Killing it. I be getting out of bed, man. It's yeah. it's pretty wild at 3 p.m. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I keep, it keeps happening where I'm realizing, like, I'm out here and I'm doing stuff. But, like, I don't do any of the stuff that I used to like to do when mm-hmm. I have time and when I'm, like, on my own. Instead, I'm just, like, out, like, trying to make more stuff happen, trying to do more hustle. And it's like, oh, yeah, I am depressed because I'm not, like, enjoying any of my own personal time. I'm just hustling all the time because I, I needed to survive and I need to get to that next step. And I have not <laughs> gotten to that next step. I have uh, had several setbacks in the last month or two. Uh, since the last time we did the show, um, wait, it's not been two months. It's only been it's one been, month. Jesus Christ! Like a month and a half. Uh, Our last episode was like October first. So I'm okay, gonna... man. Um, yeah, it's, I've had a. I've had a. <laughs> <laughs> yes, October was not kind. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, October same. was so unkind that yeah, I same. I had so many ideas for Halloween costumes. I I didn't have the money for any of them, and then I had an idea from to reuse an old costume and make it like good again. Oh, well, gross. Uh, <laughs> I almost said make it great again. Uh, but I had this Halloween costume that I liked from a previous year and I had an opportunity, a reason to use it at like a lip sync battle. Ooh. Yeah, for Halloween. And then the fucking mask broke on like while I was in mid performance and Aww. like I couldn't use it again for, and that was like two days before, the day before Halloween. And so I couldn't use it on Halloween and I had to work the weekend before Halloween. So I just really didn't even get to have a real and i was like man if that ain't the fucking exactly how october went like <laughs> if that ain't the capper on this fucking garbage ass month 
Yeah. I'm I, glad we took a break for October because I was in no shape. Y'all, I'm on Venmo. Shit. Uh, I'm on Venmo, please give me some money. Look me up. I'm on Venmo, please. God, Jesus Christ, money is so stupid and important. Uh, so dumb. I hate money. Anyway, uh, depression. Yes, that's one of my goals is dealing with my depression and like not letting my hustle mask when I am feeling at the bottom because, or like you know, in in the well because. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging it is the first step to dealing with it for me all the time is like, oh, shit, you know, like this is okay. This is why I'm acting this way. This is why I'm feeling this way. I can't just like caffeine and nicotine my way through it. (laughs) Uh, By the way, the jewel, good way to cut back on smoking. I'm not quitting smoking, but that's okay. That's a sleigh, though. I ain't bought a pack of cigarettes in a minute. Um, All right. and, And I've only bummed like one or two from my good friends. Uh. But yeah, dealing with that shit in real time rather than falling apart for weeks and then being like, oh no, all of the stuff that I didn't do (laughs) is now all hitting a red line at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like just dealing with shit, dealing with shit, dealing with shit. Um, That's a thing that I need to get better at and that's a goal. Uh, The hustle is out. The hustle is is strong though. Like (laughs) I'm not rich by any means but like stuff is happening and i want to keep making it happen and that's about the only thing that i can like seem to muster up any fucking energy for so at least there's that um i don't know if i have a third goal do i need a third one no okay you're good just surviving we're good. yes we are we're surviving one day we'll be thriving fuck you comet and people's gas once again <laughs> Just a reminder, we still are on shit terms. <laughs> but I got the motherfuckers under my thumb now. <laughs> he said as they took $92 out for a payment plan automatically. Um, <clears throat> I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, that is our episode today. Yes. Um, we deal out. We, we Sorry, did. I was late. I was like 45 minutes late today because I well, was still in my bed when Kat texted they don't me know like, that. I'm, I'm admitting <laughs> it to the audience out loud because I have to be accountable to not just you because apparently I keep fucking up. <laughs> I mean, you made it and we recorded it and I had work to do anyway, so I was doing that while I was waiting. So it's not like a total loss. It was stuff that I would have done at home. That's all, that's, that's, don't give me excuses. Don't, okay, don't let me, don't, don't let me off the hook, up. homie. I did fuck Bill, up. You fucked up. I fucked up. And now the whole audience knows it. So I'm sorry. Get it together. I'm sorry. Um, you can like us on Facebook at Unlearned. Follow us on Twitter at Unlearned underscore shy. Follow us on Instagram at Unlearned Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Catherine J. Best. I'm at Bill R. Bullock. I like how we have like our middle initials. Yeah. I mean, That's because cute. someone stole the real one. <laughs> I think I might change mine soon, though. I, can you change on Instagram? Can you change it without losing followers or like just like uh, change or whatever? I'll figure I it out. Yeah. I, I'm not the one to ask. If I can't do that, then I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I guess you can just like change your name in the, little, yeah. in the little thingy thing. Yeah. Without changing your tag or whatever. 
Uh, write to us at unlearnpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Check out our website at unlearnpodcast.com. Thanks to James C. Green for our music and graphics. You can find us on your preferred podcast provider. Hit subscribe and rate our show. Unlearn is a proud member of Post Loudness and the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Yo, shout out to Sharon James and Bronte and all the fucking CPC uh, Post Loudness crew. I got to <laughs> meet some of them at the... Uh, I, they did like a there was like a party mm-hmm. after the midterm and i don't know why i'm telling you this on <laughs> the thing but anyway i'm just shouting out those people because they're cool uh i got to actually like hang out with our post loudness team oh, <laughs> is what nice. i'm trying to say nice. uh yeah okay shout out to y'all can i plug one more thing yeah uh yo my my friend robert litwin has a new podcast it's called performance review and it's review spelled like r-e-v-u-e you should listen to that. I'm on it. There's an episode with me. It's like <laughs> comedians performing and then and then sitting in a room talking, watching their performance with him and talking about it and their influences and stuff like that. It was, it was kind of fun. Okay. I want to get some insight into like, you're going to learn a lot about how I do stand up and stuff. So <laughs> I think it's it ended up being pretty, pretty cool. And he's got a few episodes up there now. So check that out. Nice. Well... We're back now, so we'll see you guys we back. soon. We're going to do and this. Until then, bye. Later. Post loudness. Audio on the French. <laughs>